The Word is alive. In the last few weeks, you may have seen some different church services around the country where uh, they're doing kind of drive-up services. There was one in the paper from Yucca Valley, California, and it's actually kind of beautiful. You look out in the parking lot, and there's all these cars all lined up, and there's a pastor uh, standing there uh, proclaiming the word, and people are listening through the radio. And it's interesting because these are Protestant churches. They don't have the Eucharist, but they are willing to come from near and far and make the effort simply to hear the word proclaimed. Because there's power in the word. Today in our gospel, the road to Emmaus, it culminates in the Eucharist. That the disciples' eyes were opened in the breaking of the bread. That, that everything leads up to that. that. That the proclamation of the word, that the opening of the scriptures leads to them recognizing Jesus in the Eucharist. Which is how it works, right? That the whole road to Emmaus is it's like the Mass, that we, we hear the word proclaimed and it leads us to understanding and desiring, yeah, understanding more clearly how Jesus is in the Eucharist. So it's interesting to hear this gospel today in a time when many people are frustrated because they can't go to Mass. They can't receive the Eucharist. We can't receive Jesus and his body and blood. However, we can dive more deeply into the Word, which is always going to lead us to the Eucharist. I did a wedding about a year ago, and for his Catholic girl, of course, you know, Catholic family, Catholic guy, and uh, the bride's sister. Um, maid of honor. She was just a very, or one of the bridesmaids, she was a very fired up um, kind of Protestant. She was active in her, her husband's church, um, but they were very active, you know, active in Bible studies and all sorts of things. And I heard this week that um, this week her husband is going to be welcomed and baptized into the Catholic Church and their three children are going to be baptized in the Catholic Church. That their love of the Word, their understanding and diving into Scripture, naturally led them to the Eucharist. It led them to the fullness of the Catholic faith. That's what happens when we honestly go and dive into Scripture. It will lead us that direction. It will lead us to the fullness of faith. Something that... I, I've done before, and I picked up again when I knew we were going to be quarantined. I'm like, what am I going to do? That uh, It's been a few years since I'd done this, but I picked up this thing to read the Bible in a year. There's, there's a Catholic one that's like, read the Bible and the catechism in a year. And it's actually been a beautiful journey. Even, and it's funny how yesterday, on the Feast of St. Mark, I was just reading through Acts of the Apostles, and there was a whole passage about how Peter had gone to John Mark's house. And I was like, oh, I get it. Like, okay, so it's St. Mark's Day. And I happened to read this, and it's like, wow, this is beautiful that Mark is, he was connected to Peter. And, and there were all these connections happening. And, and what I heard Jesus saying to me was just like, I'm, I'm here, I'm, I'm active, that he's, he's with me in this reading of Scripture and an encouragement to keep going. I hear from 
a fair number of people who say, you know, they, they pray, but they don't hear Jesus, which is frustrating. But St. Augustine says, when I pray, I talk to the Lord. When I read scripture, he talks to me. The diving into scripture is always going to be life-giving. I, we had a Newman Knight speaker early this year, and he talked about, it struck me, he said, I'm currently memorizing my favorite psalm. And I thought about that, and I was like, that's beautiful. So that makes me want to memorize my favorite psalm. And it's funny, because when we talk about that, memorizing scripture with Catholics, about 97% of Catholics will say, I'm, I'm not good at memorizing. I, I'm just not good at memorizing things. Isn't that what most people say? But it's funny because I've just been, as I reflected on that, um, Father Will, Father Dan, and I have spent the last 41 days quoting all sorts of movies. And the college students I work with, they can quote whole songs that just, just it's, they have it all memorized. And I think we, we remember what moves our heart, what, what caps, captivates us. And yet, us memorizing scripture is a way that we can proclaim Jesus to move other people's hearts. You know, they say that there's a, a percentage of Catholics that don't believe in the Eucharist. And perhaps there's a correlation there because I know there's a percentage of Catholics who also don't read scripture very much. I was encouraged this week, there was an, I joined a, a number of Bible studies with the college students on Zoom calls. And it was beautiful just to see all these students in their, in their homes and in this time when they're removed from their community, they're removed from the Eucharist, what are they doing? But they're diving into the Word. And they're staying connected to their brothers and sisters in the faith. And, the, and for some of them, they're the only practicing Catholic in their families. And yet their faith is not dying but growing because they're diving into His Word. Today in our first reading, we hear how after Pentecost, after receiving the Holy Spirit, that Peter then goes out and proclaims the word to, to the Jews, all of you staying in Jerusalem. He's only able to do that because he knows Scripture himself, that he's taken time to study and read and be able to recognize the Lord present in the Scriptures. And what does he do then? He, he's able to proclaim that to the people around him, so that they themselves could, could recognize Jesus as the fulfillment of the scriptures, but also so that they could have a living, uh, an encounter with the living God in his word. God's word is a li- living and effective. And I think uh, the psalm today that Peter quotes is a psalm that's relevant for us as well. And so I'd like to uh, close by just praying with the part that Peter quotes to people. And we could feel his presence in it, speaking to us today who are perhaps, again, frustrated, dealing with suffering, and yet hearing the Lord's word that is alive, of our God who is alive, is with us and wishing to say something to us today. I saw the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand, I shall not be disturbed. Therefore, my heart has been glad and my tongue has exalted. My flesh, too, will dwell in hope because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your Holy One to seek corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life. 
You will fill me with joy in your presence. Your presence, Lord, alive with me today, especially in your word.